Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. This week, I made my wife watch me play Final Fantasy VII Remake. Final Fantasy VII, uh, if anyone doesn't know, the original one at least came back out in 1997. Uh, and today we're going to kind of talk about mainly the remake. I just wanted to, you know, say that this one, we've been waiting about 23 years. One of us has been waiting 23 years. <laughs> yes, I have been waiting 23 years for this game to release. And I wanted to see what, um, give you my thoughts on it and then my also my wife's thoughts here. On everything. Oh, uh, by the way, I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And this is uh, Quarantine Brain working for this. Yeah, it was Quarantine Brain the last time when we had our special guest, <clears throat> Adelie, with us as well. So it's still going on. Uh, if if you're listening to this now, uh, it is um, four weeks, five weeks. I'm on week six of working from home, so yeah. time is meaningless to me. Yeah, I'm still out working, uh, but she gets to work from home. So it's still passing real weird right now. Mm-hmm. For sure. Anyway, like I said, uh, the game came out in 1997, uh, the original one, uh, and I would play this countless hours. Now, on the original PlayStation when this came out, you had to have memory cards. I think the N64 had memory cards, too. Oh, yeah. I've got uh, Matt and Mike's <clears throat> Madden game still saved downstairs on memory cards. Mm-hmm. So uh, I borrowed one from uh, my best friend growing up, uh, and... I borrowed the game, I got the, we basically, I let him borrow my N64, and I borrowed his PlayStation to play Final Fantasy VII, before I bought a PlayStation for myself, and so I was playing the game, you know, playing my own game, I unaccidentally erased his save. Oh yes, I have heard this story. <clears throat> so I had to replay, I think what was 30 hours, and then save it on his save, just to get him back to the spot that he was at before, and then I made sure to make multiple save points for myself farther down to not mess up his save anymore. Is this also why you um, seriously save constantly throughout All everything? All the time. Final this Fantasy. and when your dad ripped the cartridge out that one time? Yes. Yeah. Final <laughs> Fantasy 7 and 8 are the reasons I save video games. Obsessively. Obsessively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it happens quite a bit. Anyway, uh, I think five, six years ago, they made an announcement that they were going to make the game at E3 exclusive for PlayStation. And I was enamored right away. Uh, I knew this was going to be real special. Uh, Six years later, here we are. Uh, The game is going to be released episodically for anyone who's ever played the Final Fantasy. It was three discs. uh, And the first five hours of the game was Midgar. And this entire game that they built is a fleshed out Midgar. Meaning they made it about, I think I beat the game in 35 hours. Yep. Uh, and I'm going back and doing other stuff, including playing the hard mode, which you do have to beat the game for, so you can't just start in and play it in hard mode for all you crazy, insane gamers out there. <clears throat> you have to play through once, and I would recommend that anyway. Uh, combat's different. Uh, it takes some getting used to. Uh, overall, though, the story is amazing. I'm very, very, very pleased with this game. Uh, I won't go into rating or details like in that yet, but uh, just blown away so from someone who played the original they really kept true to the story uh, until the very end i'm not going to spoil anything here the ending does deviate from the story uh from final the original one a little bit 
but you still end up outside of Midgar like you do in the actual game. That is true. So I I absolutely loved it. Uh, I wasn't. Uh, there's a few things that were a little cumbersome to me, but for the most part, I enjoyed the game thoroughly. So. From an outsider's perspective... Hello. <laughs> what did you think of Final Fantasy? How was your first official Final Fantasy VII experience outside of the demo? Yes, because we did talk about the demo in a prior episode. It was a lot of fun to watch. Not knowing anything about anything, I asked a lot of dumb questions. I don't really know what else I want to say about it. I mean, I enjoyed watching you play, and I think I liked watching you as you played because I didn't really I know absolutely nothing which we you know covered before and like you would be like <gasps> and I'm like who's that what just happened <laughs> but so I mean did they do a good enough job they fleshing did. out the characters very so much you... so I cared about all of the characters that we saw it took me a little bit to get used to Barrett just because he's very like over the top and kind of like Wrestlemania -y. that's exactly how he was in the original one <laughs> The only difference is they weren't allowed to swear back then, so they would put <laughs> they they put a bleeps like they actually gotcha. bleeped out the language because there's no voice acting, it's fully voice acted and uh, it's uh, mature language. Yes, from all the characters yes. there. So, but I the characters were very well done. You actually got more background to and even some of the characters that are not main characters. But we're in the game for short periods of time, mainly uh, Jesse, Biggs, and Wedge. Yeah. They got their own fleshed out stories as well. Jesse definitely got the most out of all of them. Yes, but you got to know all yeah, the you characters. Yeah, you got to know everybody, but you got a lot more background on Jesse, <clears throat> which was, I like Jesse. Yeah, so when you when you get to know these characters, you care about them more. And so they've actually brought an emotional feeling for them. So when I was playing back in the day... Uh, you didn't have any emotional feelings for these characters. They were there for all of, I would say, 45 minutes to two hours of game. And then they were gone oh, from the game. Okay. So you don't see them after that. This one, they're in the story all the way through. Some of them are. More or less, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but it was awesome. <laughs> it was just awesome. So I'm just getting to the point that it was very good. Uh, I'm still playing, like I said. I'm still doing some of the... I'm trying to get all the achievements in this game. I always get close with games, but this one I'm planning on getting all the achievements, especially with COVID going around Yeah, you've still. got some time to waste. Uh, I'm planning on 100%ing this game. I love it that much. I'm willing to play through sections of the story multiple times to get the stuff I need. Luckily, my wife gets to work from home, so she doesn't have to watch me do it. Yes. 50 times like she did with <laughs> Resident Evil. Oh my gosh, that same scene in Resident Evil 3 where she makes herself throw up like at the very beginning. I think I saw that like nine times in one day. Yeah, yeah. So that one's really short. Where this one, I, I can select chapters, move around, yeah. kind of figure out how I want to do. And it, I love it. Just absolutely am blown away by it. So uh, we're going to go over a couple interview, like different reviews, I should say, of the game and give you their their perspective, and then we'll come back to mine and my wife's here. <laughs> uh, you just want to keep talking about it. I do. I do. I really do. Um, uh, okay, ahead. so I did my due diligence research. It has an 88 on Metacritic and an 8.0 from actual players. Um, IGN gave it an 8. 
their overview statement was Final Fantasy VII remakes dull filler and convoluted additions can cause it to stumble, but it still breathes exciting new life into a classic while standing as a great RPG all its own. Their negative, I don't know why I liked this quote so much because I didn't play Kingdom Hearts either, but the way Final Fantasy VII Remake wantonly spouts nonsense that it just expects you to roll with towards the end of its story can only be properly described as some Kingdom Hearts BS, in quotes. They, like I said, they change how it rolls into the ending. Uh, I really liked it. It made, it again... It fleshed out a lot of characters. One of the things I saw from a lot of people's comments was it's going to depend on what the next part of the remake does with that ending. And that's mm-hmm. what I'll leave it as. Yeah, the, it, it, a lot of it was going to ride on how they're going to proceed forward. Yes. But I, I really feel like this reviewer versus the next one you're going to read has zero nostalgia for the game whatsoever. But I have nostalgia. I read the whole thing. This one, they yeah. did. Yeah. Well, they're just sour they and uh, yeah. heartless, heartless human beings. So the positive for IGN, <laughs> regardless of padding, the story is at least told in gorgeous fashion. The cutscenes here are truly magnificent to watch, and the graphics are generally stunning both in and out of them. Not to mention the music is unbelievably good throughout, featuring excellent remixes of iconic songs that stretch past the walls of Midgar. Which that was a lot of fun watching you react to the music, where you just would like stop. <laughs> so they played music almost through I, I can't even say they played all the music through Final Fantasy but they were pulling tracks from the original game that you were not definitely like she said not in Midgar mm-hmm. so there's a part where you run into a boy in a Moogle suit and he's listening to a song from the Gold Saucer uh, if you haven't played the game you should just listen to Gold Saucer music Final Fantasy 7 and you'll have zero context, but for me, it was just so heartwarming to hear the song again, not thinking I would even hear anything remotely close to it in this game. Mm-hmm. The opening music for the game itself is gorgeous, but the fact that they really worked hard to add much, much, much more into it. Uh, and another thing I'll say on his review that a lot of people don't understand is how much it takes to make how much effort it probably went into making a video game. Right. So they wanted to pad it out. Yeah, some of the side quests are cheesy. I will agree. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. That's our next. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, go ahead. Read the game. GameSpot. GameSpot gave it a 10. And Proper said, score. You're not biased at all. <laughs> the majority of the game is new material, lovingly introduced to further detail a picture that has been painted in broad strokes. This isn't a game that panders to fans, as newcomers can also enjoy the majesty of Midgar and learn to love characters for the first time, all while playing a mechanically dense and rewarding role-playing game. That I will definitely agree with. I mean, there were, you know, deep cuts for the super fans that, you know, flew past me, but you didn't necessarily need to know those things it's like the very beginning of the marvel cinematic universe where they would make mention to like other comic book characters and like us marvel nerds would be like oh my god this is that and but you don't necessarily need to know that deep cut to Mm -hmm. enjoy the rest of it yeah yeah they they added a lot of fanfare into the game for people who love final fantasy but they uh they they didn't go too far for me to not like any of it. Like I said, some of the side quests are cheesy, 
but I love them nonetheless. I know you There's did. a silly one early on where you have to find some cats running around. so dumb. It's, it's really <laughs> dumb. But you get to walk around and listen to people talk. And they the reason why I loved it so much is you hear them talking to each other. And they're having genuine conversations like you're actually walking through what yeah. you would imagine some slums would be. And the conversations they're having just feel so much in tune with the game and it's not like it, it, the streets are bustling after a while you'll learn the conversation loops but right. it felt really good to be walking around in a city even if you're looking for those cats I, I was slowing down listening to conversations because I just I'll eat as much up of this game as I can because that's all I wanted to play for so long and I still want to play a lot more. Of I it. have to play Animal Crossing tonight, sir. <laughs> Which is fine. I've been giving you your Animal Crossing sure, nights. You have. You have been very good. Um, I will say that the side quests were probably my least favorite part of it, mostly because it's, since I'm not playing, I'm not as engaged with those. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of boring and it felt a lot like filler, um, which was nice where I could just, you know mindlessly play Animal Crossing on the Switch while I knew you were doing side quests, so I wasn't really going to miss out on any big plot points. The one when I was researching my reviews that made me realize that it was very filler was that one, like, motorcycle chase at the beginning with the one random dude who never shows up again after that scene. Yeah, he is... They added an extra... A whole extra sequence for Jesse to fill in her story and why she's important to the lore. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had a real, they did an early bike sequence, which was okay. They actually let you skip it in hardcore mode. Oh, really? You don't even have to do that scene oh, if you don't want that's to. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and the end one, you don't have to do that either. You can skip right to the final area. Gotcha. We'll go on that in a minute. But it's, I liked it just because it was fun to see more soldiers. That soldier still exists. Right. In the original game, you don't know if soldier program still is around. You don't under, You don't know if they're there, what they're doing, and you. It's fun to see that there are soldiers still, right, roaming in Midgar, and you actually encounter more than him as a soldier that you fight. But they're not as powerful as that guy. It was just fun to see that they are around. Now that ending, though, I have the same concerns as everyone else. Yes. They really have to be careful going forward. Yes. Because they let they left it saying the unknown journey will continue, which is fine. I, I'm fine with them taking some liberties with this game, but if they deviate too far from the story, you're really gonna have some upset fans. Right. You have to. They have to strike a really interesting balance going forward, and if they make it where there's multiple timelines, if they want to make something else happen, I'm. Totally okay with that, but I'm nervous at the same time. I'm anxious. I should say I'm anxious. I'm like excited, nervous about what they're going to do. Okay. I can see that. I told you, and I will tell our two listeners again. Um, <laughs> I read all the spoilery, spoilery reviews when it came out because, again, I have did not grow up on Final Fantasy, never had a PlayStation, and these games mean absolutely nothing to me, even though I went through my Japanese rock phase and should have really been into these. Although, we did go crazy for Dirge of Cerberus, which was one of the, like, side, not main ones. Not a great one. Yes, that's what I've heard, but I wanted the voice actor, but we needed the Japanese version. Um, So I read all the reviews, 
and didn't quite understand what the the whole phrase of like the last hour will polarize fans which even after you finished and we went through it I didn't quite understand until I went back and we kind of talked about it and it's basically what they do next yeah and how it'll measure up and what they do with what they have I guess I just I I know I I'm seeing the entire map in my mind like the immediate walkout where they go next I can see everything in my head so I'm trying to picture what they're going to do where we're going to go and there's some areas that I have some really interesting like <laughs> ideas that are going to be truly spectacular and I have a feeling they're going to exceed my expectations so I'm trying not to dwell on too long and I also hope I don't have to wait six years for the next one <laughs> or 23 years for oh, another man. one my guess is f- three to four years I would say three for sure <clears throat> they probably have been working on it since this one went gold I'm sure they took a little break and started working on the next part right away there's no way this didn't make a ton of money so I'm fairly certain this is a very successful game I think I saw a headline that said it was finally back in stock at like the big box stores. Like yeah, physical copies. I got an email that saying the edition I got is back in okay. stock. So, I think it did well. What do you say? Okay, I want your review on it because I'm just gonna say I gave it a five. I know. There's no question. <laughs> We're giving it a star review, five out of five for me. But I will say nostalgia does play a big factor in it for me specifically. Uh, if you did play the games before, um. You can download and play the game and actually rush your way through it. They actually, when you download the game on the PlayStation, I think even on the Switch, they'll let you put like essentially a God mode on. So it's you can't die, so you can just enjoy the story. So if you want to play the original one first, you can probably beat it in t- five, ten hours just rushing through everything really, really quick. Like the whole game, or just the beginning area? The, the whole the game. Remake. Okay. The, if you if you did Midgar, you do Midgar in an hour and a half. Okay. With God mode on, because you don't have to do anything special. If you took your time to look around and do everything, it takes a little bit longer. All all said and done, though, it's easily for me for five stars. I'm more interested in what you thought of it as a whole, uh, out of five stars, and then why. I would give it probably a four. Ouch. But continue. <laughs> um, it has an awesome story. They really flesh out all the characters so that you actually care about everybody in the story. You don't want anybody to die, um, which I know a lot of them do in the original. I will say I wasn't a huge fan of the combat, but I've never really played an RPG game myself. But... I would say halfway through you playing, I warmed up to it because then I could kind of see how you were bouncing around and kind of finally figured out how you were doing the fancy moves with the meter in the corner and you had to wait for those to build up. Mm-hmm. Um, I could not follow whatsoever any of your leveling up of like their weapons or anything because you move way too fast, <laughs> which it doesn't, that doesn't, you know, add to the story and it's not why I'm watching, but it was a lot of like when you were like in depth going through like their galaxies and where to put the materia. I was like, all right, I'm going to scroll through my phone because I don't care. There is a real, in the original game and in this one, there's a real big emphasis on how you place your materia and what you do with it. It's very 
advantageous of you to take the time to look at what each one does because you can combine them in such ways to help you and your party in battle and it gives you much needed um but benefits and bonuses to keep you alive longer in hardcore it especially matters because things are a lot harder yeah so- i watched you battling like a mini boss and it took so long today <laughs> yeah so i you know it takes a while and you just have to kind of roll the punches and get used to it and you you have to pay a lot more attention to their health mm-hmm. who's where who's doing what and you you really have to switch between them in hardcore uh, now I'm looking back at normal and going, oh, this was really just training you to get ready for hardcore because you just you get to learn the systems and hardcore is not. You don't have to be a master of the system, but you have to be fairly proficient with it to keep up and stay alive. What was the thing you figured out with their moves like three quarters of the way through? Oh, you can tie them to a <laughs> button. Buttons. So you, it's rather than pausing, you can slow down combat at points. But once that meter fills up, if you don't want combat to slow down, you can hold L1 and tie it to square, triangle, circle, or X, a certain ability you want to use. Mm-hmm. So it just uses it for you. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. If you're not using some of the weapons, rather than going into their each individual skill tree, you can just tell it to auto-level it for you. Oh, nice. Had no clue. <laughs> so that's what took me so long in those menus, because I had no idea I could just tell a weapon I was never going to use again just to auto-level. Gotcha. Stuff like that. That's the stuff I couldn't follow. It's conv- there's there's sake uh, there's easier things. That they make the game easier if you take the time to read and go through everything. I was just so excited. You were very excited that I just wanted to hit things and run around and you... listen to conversations and love every second of it. The day it came out, you were frantically refreshing the uh, shipping on it, and I just remember I was upstairs working, and I heard you go, it's somewhere in the neighborhood! <laughs> it was. <laughs> I waited till after lunch so everyone could sit down and watch me play. True, I worked from the couch that afternoon. <laughs> and I am I'm in love with it. So if you have not played, you don't need to play the original to play this one. Jump in if you have a PlayStation and just fall in love with some characters with me yeah it's a really good story the characters are really good um it kind of story wise just how it sucks you in really reminds me of like the uncharted games but personally i like the uncharted games better the story well yeah but you like indiana jones i do like indiana jones and that's like basically (laughs) four indiana jones yeah (laughs) games in a row there's that hey ash what you playing that just basically says that Uh Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) Uh, so, uh, moving on to our end step here, if you have any questions, concerns... Step. Yeah. <laughs> is that a game of magic? <laughs> there is magic in the game, though. There is. Uh, you, if you have any questions for us, if you have anything you want to tell us about it, if you think my opinion sucks about this game, please tell us uh, at gamingmarriage at gmail.com and Twitter is at gamingmarriage. All right. Later. Bye.